I never thought about super se- Superman sex till this movie. <laughs> I never really thought about what would happen if he blew a load right. in a normal person. <laughs> of movies was going to the video store the highlight of your week then you are in the right place welcome to mike and anthony soda pop culture club me mike along with my co-host anthony holy shit if it isn't mon frere bring our take on tv movies and all pop culture from the 80s 90s and beyond we release our take on a classic movie every monday during our review we will open up some six packs of our favorite scenes and point out a couple of generic scenes as well and at the end of the show we will rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. 1, your kid got caught in the escalator and shit happened. 24, everyone makes it out alive. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's what it is. But before we get to all that, we want to let you know, if you want to see our episode schedule and enjoy all things Soda Pop Culture Club, then go to sodapopcultureclub.com, where you can make your own movie suggestions. If you want to guarantee we do your movie and we have had this, so all you have to do is make a donation of $25 using your Venmo or PayPal under at Soda Pop Culture Club and make sure you say what it is for. Because we need to know what movie you want us to do. Otherwise, we'll do what we want and say, okay, thank you. And we strongly encourage you to email us as well, letting us know why you want us to do the movie you requested. You can email us at Mike and Anthony at SodaPopCultureClub.com. And a couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram at Mike and Anthony, where we post na- memes related to the movies we discuss and other things. We also have a Twitch channel that we are bringing online. Actually, I have been online. I even was online today. Anthony, you didn't even know that. Don't care. You didn't even know that. But I play some Xbox. We might do some watch parties uh, today. I was doing some live editing. And finally, I want to urge you to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and comments because that helps us grow the show. Anthony. What, what are we doing this week? What are um, we doing? Uh, well, I'll tell you what I'm not doing is watching you twitch. Don't be that. You, you got no, you, you can't. You, listen, nobody <laughs> wants to watch you play video games. That is. Uh, God. Well, today it was. Today I did it for a few minutes because uh, I was good. I Twitch Tuesdays at nine o'clock. I I'm going to be on there, but because we're recording, yeah, can't do here, that. Here so here, I had to. Here's, here's the thing. Okay, you want us to have this Ferrari show someday. And we're still a Ford Escort? And you go and pimp out this, hey, but we'll throw in a plastic wooden gear shift handle, (laughs) which is me playing video games on Twitch that you could watch. It does nothing. Oh, man. People, People love video games. Go ahead. Yeah, but they don't love watching you play video games. They don't even love listening to us, so why you got to add that into it? <laughs> Tell people what we're doing, man. That's we're why doing we're here. one of the greatest movies fucking ever. Okay. Here's the breakdown Casablanca? by the Casablanca? What is the movie? One of the other greatest movies ever. <laughs> that was a great movie, though. 
<laughs> Breakdown by the Numbers, directed by Kevin Smith, starring Shannon Doherty, 9021 Ho, Jeremy London, Jason Lee, Claire Forlani, Ben Affleck, Priscilla Barnes, Michael Rooker, Kevin Smith, Jason Muse, Ethan Supley, Joey Lauren Adams, Scott Mosier, Renee Humphrey, Brian O'Halloran, Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, and Stan Lee. Malt Rats was le- released on October 20th, 1995, taking in $2.1 million at the box office against a $6.1 million budget before going on to VHS cult classic status. It scored 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb and a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is so wrong. Who did? Hey, hey, hey. Claire, Claire for Lonnie, not for Laney. Did I say okay. for whatever? For Laney. <laughs> you talk about me making mistakes, or are you just talking in general? Uh, you make you know. a lot of mistakes, though. I don't well, make I made, we, we know what You know what my biggest mistake was? Um, Itching my cart born? to you. <laughs> Itching my cart to you. All right. You know what? S- yeah. Ditto. Okay, okay. Are you ready oh, for the ditto? Ditto. Well, you know, you know, I want to do. I I want to come up behind you while you're making Half some pottery. And my my, put my, my hands. Now this is why it was Yours. worse for me when you do that. Worse for me. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> ditto. Ditto. <laughs> okay, so we've got to do the fun thing. We're going to play the game. Are you ready? Let's play the game. All right, here we go. Okay, now the game. It's pretty simple. I'm going to read Anthony a few uh, movie reviews. One of them is fake that I created, and he has to guess which one that is. You, too, can play this game along with us and see if I fool you. And you can lie to yourself if I do and say I didn't. I do not care. All right. (laughs) Are you ready? Yes. Okay, you're going to love this. (laughs) Manhola Dargis of Spin. Thin, yet enticing. Alex Corner of Common Sense Media. Typical Kevin Smith fare, not suitable for kids. Phil Lewis of the Sherwood Chronicle. Laughing optional, disappointment certain. There you go. All right, one more time. Oh, I've got to reread them. This yes. is like <laughs> I'm going to make you do this now. <laughs> Manhola Dargis. Spin. Thin yet enticing. Alex Corner. Common Sense Media. Typical Kevin Smith fare. Not suitable for kids. Phil Lewis. Sherwood Chronicle. Laughing optional. Disappointment certain. I'm going to guess the second one. You are wrong. Is it the third one? Yes, it is. Oh, damn it. I was like, it's the second or third one. Damn it. You didn't think Manhola was a fake name? No. I was like, there's no way you're making that up as a name. I already already eliminated that one right away. Manhola, the name. Yeah, that's a real person's name. Um, And I'm sorry. I don't know if it's ethnic in some way, like it's a a cultural thing. But, man, uh, I'm glad my name is not Manhola. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. I've got lots of holas, but none of them manholes. Well, actually I'm a man, so all of my holes are manholes. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Stop right there. We don't need to Stop. go. Stop. Don't go any further. Stop. You're ruining Collaborate it. Collaborate and listen. All right. 
Are you ready for this? Are you ready to do this? Am I ever? No. So here we go. All right. (laughs) College student T.S. Quint is preparing for a trip to Universal Studios with Brandy Svenning, during which he plans to propose to her. However, Brandy tells him she cannot go due to having volunteered to fill in as a contestant on Truth or Date, her father's dating game show. The original contestant had died from an embolism bursting in her brain while swimming 700 laps at the local YMCA. Following T.S.'s comments regarding her weight, T.S. dismisses the blame and they argue over this and break up. T.S. turns to his best friend, Brody Boos, uh, Brody Boos, Brody Brody Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> who has been dumped by his girlfriend, Renee. And Brody suggests the two might find comfort and solace at the local mall. There yeah, you go. Because that's what you do. So (laughs) let me start in here first universal. You already know that's like my favorite place on earth. Back then it wasn't that good though. I went, well, here's the thing, but here's what's funny because he, and it doesn't come up till right after this, but he was going to propose when jaws pops out of the water. Now, when I have been there, that ride has since closed down, but they still have the jaws hanging up. They did yeah. the, the first time we went that I got my picture under his head and that was cool, but that does suck. Yeah. That that is not available because I wouldn't have loved to see that. Um, I, I got, I got to throw in a side thing here too. This is more personal thing. Cause this is recent, more recent news. They also just closed down the Shrek 4d ride. And that's sad. Cause we've done that. <laughs> and I love me some Shrek. They closed that down. They're also doing a lot of work on the mummy ride, which surprisingly is one of my favorite fucking rides at that park. And I never thought it would be. Is it the one? Is it the one that goes in a circle? Like you get on the thing and it it goes up. It's a roller coaster. The mummy. Oh, roller coaster. I I went to the one really good. uh, More recently, I went to Universal Studios in um, Studio City in California in L.A. I went to that one. Uh, the 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 one yeah. in Ca- Florida, my wife and I went on our honeymoon. That tells you how long that's been in the nineties. And I can tell you, it did not. It had the Jaws, and it, all it had was the San Francisco earthquake ride. You know, it was. It still had the house from Psycho up on the hill. You so know? you technically could have proposed when Jaws popped out of the water. Although I got, I was there when you I was had, already married. You so. had that chance, though. <laughs> I had the opportunity to pretend. That's put could it that have. way. Should could have. have. Good half. Good, yeah. Good half. So Universal, yeah. It, it's funny, like, what, like I had never been to Universal when this came out. Yeah. All that. But, like, it's kind of, you know. What year did this come out again? What was the year 95. on 95. Yeah, this came out right before we went. So yeah. there you go. That tells you how old I am. Oh, well, old. Pretty freaking old. Now, this is a cool uh, section, though. A lot of cool hat things happen. Um, I have some six pack, or I call it twelve pack, because I got a lot of cool shit that happens in All there. Right. All right, do you do you want me to start hitting things? Do you have I things you give, want to say? I could give a forty eight pack to this movie for different scenes, but we're gonna I'm gonna try to stay on pace. I'm gonna try to stay in the twelve pack. Try okay. to try to. Right. <laughs> here we here we go. I got you. All right, so I'm gonna give out my first one, and it's Michael Rooker's karate ass. When he's uh, doing the the karate, uh, the you know, I was surprised that he even had a towel on in the first place because you know he's in the privacy of his home. You right. know, we've all done karate nude in our own bedrooms. Well, so I'm just throwing it out there. He wasn't <laughs> in his bedroom though. 
I think he was in the living room. Oh, was he? Oh, well, then so, that's yeah. different. I thought so, it was in yeah. bedroom. <laughs> Wear a towel. Wear a towel. Wear a towel in the, bed, in the living I'm a, room. Unless, I'm, you know. I'm going to double up on this. I'll give you a six-pack right now on top of that then. What made that even better was the American Gladiators theme playing when he did it. Oh, yeah. That right there. It's the details. Michael Rooker's ass, but American Gladiators <laughs> theme music playing, that's what did it. Yeah, you know, we've done, this is, um, this might be our second Michael Rooker. Is this our second film by him, with him in it? Because we did Days of Thunder. Yeah. So, so yeah, so yeah, he's, he, he had some, uh, he had some bangers at this time. That's all I'm going to say. He was, he was, he was delivering the hits, as we would say. And then another one, I have another one. I have another great one that I love. And it's, uh, it's with Brody. And I'm going to give it, I'm going to give another six pack here. And that's. Renee's breakup speech to him, the whole yeah. thing where she said he deserved every bit of it. Like you, you, I have nothing better than to sit, sit around and fuck you yeah. the whole and the letter, the whole situation. And then his, his uh, response to her Sega thing, like that whole situation was pretty awesome. I, I think because they didn't introduce it. you to my mother. Yes. What was that? Is this because they didn't introduce you to my mother? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's cause I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand that though. Like, what? Why would he make her go out the, the and, and all the shit she mentioned? All think of all the things he she I, did for him that she mentioned in the speech. Like, you know, all the all the little things. Like, it's like no, like she blew him while he farted. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on. I gotta say, this is not a six pack, <laughs> but I want to point out a little detail there. It's really cool. Brody has on his wall his posters. Legend. Yes. House of Pain, legend poster. Oh, that's pretty fucking epic. Did you have that yourself? I did not, but I was a House of Pain fan as a kid oh. growing up. <laughs> get up, up, get down. Get up, up, get down. Get out your head. Here, waiting on <laughs> a sandwich. <laughs> it's all right. Well, I got a fact here that uh, we can give here, and and we probably mentioned it in the Clerks one, but I'm going to mention it here. The girl who. Brandy replaces on the game show. Julie Dwyer died from an embolism while doing laps at the YMCA swimming pool. This incident is referenced in Clerks by Dante and Randall in a 1994 movie. Yes. They are also seen attending Julie's wake at which off camera Randall knocks over the casket and he and Dante have to flee from the funeral parlor. Uh, So there you go. (laughs) So we're going to, um, I know we'll do chasing Amy eventually, but I gotta say, this is my Carla moment. Carla? It is like when we did Carla for everybody. Oh, you got the payoff. Like, no, you didn't. That's what I'm saying. Carla. Okay. Yeah. Dead man on campus. Yeah, I know Carla, man. Carla. Julie Dwyer. I want to see who is Julie Dwyer supposed to be? Who does she look like? I just want to see that. She's dead. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) Now, no, this is what I'm saying. She must be good looking. She must be good looking. This is what I'm saying. Kevin Smith. I feel like he needs to do some kind of like altruistic. The like, prequel. Yeah. Something that brings them back from the dead or something like all like these different characters. Like, listen, so you got Julie Dwyer, her twin sister, the guy that jerked off to death in the bathroom. In Clark. Oh, gosh. Like, think about some of this stuff. Think about what he could some kind he of had like, a chance in dogma. 
He had a chance at Dogma to bring him back. No, no, no. This would be totally different, but it'd be like like a haunted house escape room kind of thing. I don't know. He's got it. This would be something very interesting to do. A view a universe Blumhouse crossover? uh, (laughs) These unseen characters from his movies. Yeah. We got a couple of them. We could do something with that. I think that we would could. be super interesting because it's here's the thing. It's like one of those like when you like when you're so enthralled in a series like this, uh, uh, movies, the director, and you love yeah. them so much, you always get that like I wonder who that person really was. You hear these yeah. people, and it's like especially Julie Dwyer. She's a recurring character in the movies, even though she's not in it. It's like it's probably good looking because she was going to be on Truth or Date, right. so and reasonably popular because people knew yeah. her. A lot I of people. See, give us that. Give us these people. What happened? Yeah, I want to know what happened. I got another fact here. All right, um, Brody's comic book collection seen in the movie was director Kevin Smith's collection at the time, which has grown considerably since. Of course, the collection is what Smith was able to purchase back after selling his original collection to finance the production of Clerks. Now, there is another optional thing if you have the director's cut to this movie. Do you have the director's cut, sir? I do. I do. And so do I. And there is an extended version, which T.S. is dressed up for a play recital and is holding a prop musket when speaking to Brandy. Subsequently, his musket gets caught in her hair before accidentally firing. T.S. is misinterpreted (laughs) as a sniper attempting to assassinate the governor whom Brandy's father, Jared, works for. DS finds himself surrounded by news reporters before finding refuge in Brody's mother's basement, where Brody eventually suggests they go to the mall and hide in plain sight. The Truth or Date show, which was to be hosted by Jared, was referenced within the first scene of the extended version. So really, this whole movie changed. Yeah. Really. The, it's not what it was intended to be. Well, and it's funny because, like, if you hadn't seen that, you still have that reference to the governor's yeah. ball. And yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like when the shit down. Yeah. 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 Like I get it, man. They, there was no sense. No sense whatsoever. Right. No sense. So yeah, I, 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 it's, I, but it's still a great movie. So it doesn't matter. Okay. No, are you ready? It's, it's, fucking, it's an amazing movie, but it's like, even when you saw it, and, and it's one of those things, it's kind of funny. Like when you first saw it and you loved it and you hadn't seen that yet. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck's up with the governor's ball? And when then you watch that and you get but, a more story that actually made it better. Now that you know that it makes it mention, better. Right. But they mention it. And it's like, what the fuck? Like Man. I get Walt Flanagan's dog. Okay. Yeah. That's a thing. And I get it. But the governor's ball, what the fuck? What happened? What the fuck? What the fuck? fuck? All right. You're up, man. Figgity figgity fuck. All right. Brody and T.S. discover Truth or Date is being filmed at the same mall through their friend Willem, who throughout the film tries to see a sailboat in a Magic Eye poster, which ironically has no sailboat in it, but is just some rows of random geometric shapes. (laughs) The the two ask local slackers Jay and Silent Bob to destroy the show's stage, a task for which they devise elaborate ultimately unsuccessful plans. Brody and T.S. run into Trisha Jones, Trish the Dish, a 15-year-old senior 
who is writing a book on the sex drive men ages 14 to 30, for which he has had sex with various men as research and films every single encounter. She then reveals that the previous night she had sex with Shannon Hamilton, a 25-year-old because she needed a 25-year-old clothing store manager (laughs) at the fashionable male who hates Brody because of his lack of a shopping agenda. (laughs) Yes. So, listen. Yes. Yes. $25,000 for a treatment and a sample chapter. OMG. Well, I don't know how much that is. That must be a lot. There's twenty thousand, I think. I mean, I would, I would do, I would, you know, write a book for that. I guess so, for you know, up front. Do you remember the coding? The what? The coding. What coding? I don't house, know. I don't understand. The house is for when we do it inside. The what? The house is for when we do it inside. Oh, 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 oh! oh you mean on her? Yeah. No. Oh. You mean on her calendar when she's when she's uh, coding last night's research? Yeah, the smile. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that I understand. When you say just coding, I'm thinking like I'm not a fucking not... coder. I'm not a computer coder. Now, hold on. <laughs> Would you be if they taught you code like that? Yeah, lashes on it means I went down on them or without smiley lashes. Smiley face, I, I went down on smiley face. <laughs> lashes, he went down on. Yeah, all that good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Oh yeah, and also I just want to say I always hated those hidden picture things because yeah. I never really saw them either. I never saw what the pro- well, what the thing was. You're just dumb. You gotta relax your eyes, Willem. And well, I also, maybe I'm. I, I see what's there. Say, everyone wants Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. <laughs> yes, they do, baby. Have you rode the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? Isn't that at Disney World? I can't comment or speculate on that right now <laughs> oh i love it when they're talking about destroying the stage and they bang and the, and the security guard you know the security guard lafors um yeah. i don't know if you know this but if you've ever have you ever watched butch cassidy and the sundance kid no see that's a brilliant movie with paul newman and robert actually, redford yeah i have not it's, watched it's, it. i know it but we should make him watch it even though it's older and we should do that. But LaForce is the guy who's hunting them down, and he wears that same type of hat. And he's a really good tracker in yeah. the uh, movie, and he's the one who hunts him down. Even, it, it, well, spoiler alert, he even finds him in Bolivia. Uh, <laughs> so he's there you go. Not that good in this, though. And I knew, of him in, I knew of him in that, and I know the whole thing with that. But he's not that good in this. Um, you know, uh, if Jay and Silent Bob can outsmart you, I would say you are correct. I, yeah, they did not. Well, they didn't outsmart him. They knocked his ass out. Yeah, but he also got a free (laughs) roll of quarters. Yeah, he probably got like 10 bucks. Yeah, I got 10. He's like, oh, shit. Knock his out. Knock his ass out. And that's when we got to see our. And that's when we got to see our first pair of breasts in this movie. Joey Lauren. So there you go. Yes. 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 <laughs> let's just uh, let's just pay homage right now to Joey Lauren Adams. Okay, she, you don't want me to do that. Why? But go ahead. Why not? Uh. Okay. Uh, actually, what? I do have a generic in here. Do you want me to go over a generic? My, yeah. Do it. <laughs> okay. And and my generic is. 
Jer- is is the acting and Joy Lauren Adams to me is included in that. Jeremy London was weak as an actor. Um, and if you look at the cast now, um, you notice how weak his performance is comparatively to everyone else, even Jason Mewes. So Jeremy London is my generic there, but I'm not okay. not saying Joy Lauren Adams is, is down to his level, but she's not much better in this. To me, if you read it, it feels like she's reading the lines. Sometimes it feels forced. It's not it doesn't feel natural. The only thing she has yeah. in this movie that made me really excited was to see her breasts. Okay. <laughs> but but I love her in other things. Um, I liked her okay. in Days of Confused. Right. I liked her in Chasing Amy. Yeah. Uh, but this she's not a great actress in it. Pardon me. All right. And like I said, and it's pretty bad that I'm just gonna say Jeremy London's acting was so bad in this movie that even um, Jason Muse felt better to me than him. So I gotta say, um, it's funny you say that because I know you've mentioned before, like the acting mm-hmm. by some of these people, Affleck. Oh gosh, him too. I could throw him in here. Um, I'm not going to fault them for that because this was, it's a, it's not a blockbuster by any means, no. obviously, but no, it's beloved. And yes, the acting. And I think, uh, I, too, am in the framing business. How bad was that line delivered? Here's the thing. Um, Here's where I'm going to give it some leeway. Because we love Mallrats. We both admit. Like, we fucking love this movie. I love the movie. Um, I can point out its warts. (laughs) I can, too. But here's a a deal. Like, I I feel like it it falls along with the, the issues I had with Clerks. And I said this before when we did Clerks. There were lines not delivered correctly. And I think a lot of that is just budget and timing. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, like, maybe, we, but we saw a lot of flubs and clerks where they're I'm professionals. Like, they, they are, but they're on a budget, a very minimal budget. Do you and they ever have see Matt Damon look this mechanical when acting? Just Matt Damon. Him. Do you ever see him look mechanical like these people did in this movie? Matt Damon when he acts in this, dude. What are you talking I about? know. I'm comparing the acting ability. Could you ever see him in anything being as mechanical I as they know. are? I, I too, am in the framing business. I haven't you know. seen him in something this low budget, except for Chasing Amy. And he didn't do that great of a job because he only had one fuck, couple fucking lines. That's not a great job. It's a small job. Because he did it bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. That was dumb. Okay. Okay. It's, so it's one of those things that um you can knock that stuff, but in a way it makes it good. You know what I mean? I here's, here's the thing. I don't so, try to defend well, it to me. No, no, no. I'm just gonna say this. Like you actually see out of this movie, you have some great fucking actors and actresses come out of this movie. That doesn't mean this was their best so, performance. That's though. what I'm saying. It kind of makes it even cooler to see them in this. They're like where it's Ben Affleck and his chiclet teeth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's not all perfect. And like you see them in this and it's like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, so I'm I'm going to it's one of those things. Appreciate it for what okay. it is in that way. There's a couple of things I want to go into. I did have, right. like I said, I got too many six packs in this thing. You so. do. Even though you don't have one, whatever. Uh, <laughs> ha ha ha! You dumb bastard! I'm it's just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying no. The my six pack is ha ha ha! You dumb bastard! It's a sailboat. You know. 
It's not a schooner. It's a sailboat. A schooner (laughs) is a sailboat, stupid head. You see that guy over there in the East? Well, what? (laughs) There is no Easter Bunny. Over there, that's just a guy in a suit. (laughs) Yes. Well, you're getting loud, man. I'm (laughs) trying to quote it correctly. Yeah, but that's, that's, I love that. And I just want to say a couple other musings about this section. I never thought about super se- Superman sex till this movie. <laughs> I never really thought about what would happen if he blew a load right. in a normal person. I'm like, oh, shit. Could, the only Maybe way he could bring right. regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. That would kill him, yes. And then um, and the arguments for what eateries are within a mall, an autonomous uh, unit for mid-mall snacking. Yeah, and I totally agree with that. I use that though. I, I would tell my court. daughter, "Hey, let's go to that autonomous unit for mid mall yes. snacking." Nice. The food court <laughs> is a specific area, a designated area. If it's on a different level, that's not part of the food court, no, at all. And that, like, no. that's stupid to even consider that. That is not part of the food court. No, I agree. That's why I, I love that. It's funny because it's like that's such a stupid thing to argue about, but it's brilliant. Yeah, Evan Smith brought like. That's brilliant because, yeah, no, it's not. It's not part of the food court. It's an eatery. Eatery is part of the food court. Bullshit. No, not. If the whole mall's a fucking food court, it right, is. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Here we go. Uh, Brody then learns that Renee has begun a relationship with Shannon. Brody confronts Renee to find out more about the relationship, and the two have sex in an elevator. Brody is later abducted and attacked by Shannon, who intends to have sex with Renee in a very uncomfortable place. In the back of a Volkswagen? As a result of this incident, Jay and Silent Bob assault the mall's Easter Bunny under the incorrect assumption that he attacked Brody. This one's so, for yes. Brody. Brody, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is pretty, pretty fucking good. Once again, I have another six pack on this one, but if you have some things you want to say, go another ahead. Another one. I mean, geez. Um, I told so, you a 12 pack at the beginning, or a 12, or a 12. So I'm going to give one of my, uh, I'm going to give a six pack here. Fill this with Coke, no ice. Oh, that little fucking cup. You want to sip of my soda? There's. This like, um, I'm saying that because it, this is one of those things that like, this is representative of the movie in a lot yeah. of ways. Kevin Smith, like with this movie and Clerks too, but the attention to detail with so many little stupid funny things like this, and yes. this was one of them that's like, you know. It, yeah, everything about it. I love the smell of commerce in the morning, like that right there. That could yeah. Be um, better watch yeah. where you're going, and then he gets and yeah. He hits his head, and then but, hits his head on the thing. He drew an advice. Yeah, really little things. That, really making that last. Waste not, want not. Like the whole, like that is that is Brody throughout the movie. Yeah, and it's awesome. And it's like he's cheap. Yeah. The dirt mall, yeah. He's the dirt the mall dirt guy. Mall. The dirt mall, yes. <laughs> so that's one. I'm like, I, I lo- fill this with Coke, no ice. Coke, no Plant ice, baby. Plant I, there's a time in our lives when we probably asked for no ice thinking it was better, but now it's not as much. Well, it, is, right. it is if you have a Dixie cup. 
Yes. You don't want ice. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I got a, I got my, my six pack and it's after they have sex. And, and, you know, he's like, yeah, uh, Yeah. that was passionate. And then, and then she tells him, well, it's a good size. And then that means that if it tells you it's a good size, that's a nice way of saying it's small. That's sad. That's sad. But it's funny. Well, but very Renee, very uh, Brenda, very, actually. Very Brenda. That's very, what that felt like. Very. Do you think he played that funny. up on purpose? Yeah. Very, very mean. Very mean. Very mean. And speaking of Brenda, um, Ethan Supley and yeah. Doherty completed a take of the scene before Smith walked over to Supley and whispered to him to call her Brenda. As in Brenda Walsh, Darty's character from Beverly Hills 90210, Supley said he believed at the time she didn't know it was coming, then later heard she might have. So, dick. so when she, there's a time when she walks up to him and yeah, he goes, Brenda? And she goes, Dick, and hits him. So, you know, she played she played into it, leaned into it a little bit. So that's that kind of nice. Like that was such a great part of the movie. Because yes. really it's it's one of those like breaking the fourth wall kind of things. It did. It did. It was like, we're all in on it. What? <laughs> really? They just do that kind of thing. So we're, yeah. we're in on the thing that's going on. That right. is nice. Loved it. That is, that is very nice. Now, this is also where I suddenly, after they're done, he's like, I suddenly hope something very bad happens to you. And then, and then he elbows. Get for fucking with me. <laughs> yeah. He gets some rib kicks or something. While he's on the ground. That's, that wasn't very nice. Well, you know what? It's what either of us would do to each other in that situation. I would never do that to you. If one of much. us had a reason to say, I wish something bad would happen to you right now. And then that we would follow it up. I always have a reason. I just don't we do would follow, it. But we would. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like both of us. Yeah. Somebody whacked us in the nuts. Oh, and we had it coming. The other one would follow it up with a little slight nudge to the ribs. Yeah, I might kick you in the butt buttocks okay. or something. We, that's what I'm saying. We would. That's what you get for fucking with me. Yeah. We would. Yeah. I, and that's the thing. You would and I would. I get that. So, it's all yeah. good. All right. Are you ready? We both, we both know we deserved it. We both know we deserve a, 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 an extra punch or two. Are you ready to move on with this one, man? No, but okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, I am. <laughs> At this point now, Brandy's father, Jared, has Brody and T.S. arrested on false charges of drug possession at the mall. Jane, Silent Bob are able to rescue Brody and T.S. And they hide out at a local flea market, the Dirt Mall, where they meet topless fortune teller Ivana, who gives them both advice with her third nipple on their relationship problems. T.S. decides to win Brandy back, and the two return to the mall. Yes! In so the station is, wagon. Yes, this is where a lot of cool shit happens. And I'm oh, pretty no. sure... Do you have a six-pack in here? Or I sure I just do. I okay, I should do. just hit it? Should I just hit yes. it? Okay. Yes. Go with it. Putting on the clerk's hat. Oh, that's your That's, that's your one, yes. That's oh. awesome. The oh, reference. I thought... Because back then... When you see that, I'm like, it says clerks on his hat. It says clerks on his hat. That's awesome. That's yeah. You thought that was cool. The, yes. We, we didn't have, you know, it's not like everything now that ties into each other. Is it like 
Back then, that was a new thing. That yeah. wasn't a thing that happened every right, day. Right, right, right. It was awesome. We didn't have a Marvel universe. I got my generic coming up too. So, oh, Wait, you go do? Ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, one of the things I love about this is when uh, they're about to go meet uh, Mr. Svenning and Brody does what the stink palm. The stink palm. And I want to know, where did that idea come from? Like, where, like, I get what it is and what it is in the movie, but where did they come up with that for the movie? Like, how did they find that? I had never heard of anybody shoving their hand up in their ass in order to do that to somebody. You have to be really pissed off at someone uh, to do that. So, I guess, listen. Have you done you, this? If No, but you're saying, where, where did anybody come up with this? Go back to Clerks. Yeah. Where did anybody come up with half of that shit? Oh, suck 36 a guy, dicks? A guy... <laughs> 37? I'm 37! Um, <laughs> that... An old man dying, jerking off in a bathroom. A girl coming in to fuck him and becoming catatonic afterwards. Think about yes. this stuff. Like, where did anybody come up with that? Kevin Smith. That's okay. it. That's your start and your end. Where I did think anybody has, come up with this? I think he had to find, had to get that idea somewhere. That seems too out yeah, there. Yeah, I get that. But I'm just saying, like, when you're like, where did anybody come up with that? Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's your Kevin Smith. That's like... People sitting around talking about, oh, wouldn't it be crazy if this happened? Yeah, they're you probably know. high. You're talking about a high moment. You're saying they're a little high. Right. Well, I don't weed. even know. They're high, just like, oh, that'd be nuts. And they smelled their hands, smelled like marijuana. So what if it smelled like ass? How would you do that? Oh, I'd probably stick it up. <laughs> yeah, I could. They were like, oh, I wiped, but myth ran out of toilet paper. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, do you think before he mess vetting because he. He showed he showed him early TS early yeah. how to do it. Do you think he refreshed that palm? Do you think he refreshed like the palm in between right, takes? Right before? No, I'm saying before, right? Be, just so that his hand would be nice and stinky fresh. Do you think he oh, re, refreshed he double it wipe right before he got this Mister Zvenny? So not refresh, double wipe. Yeah, yeah, double wipe. Refresh the stink. Yeah, refresh this. Re re sully, re sully his say, hand. Hold on, I'd say no. And only for this reason, the way the scene played out, actually, I don't think he did because he was already one handed trying to eat his pretzels. Yeah. And he was kind of like, I mean, at that point, like you're kind of handicapped. I can't use my hand. I got to do something with this. Yeah. So I think it was more just like, no, it's good to go. Once you got the napalm, you're good. Yeah. Just go with it. You know what? But I got to here. I do have a six pack associated right. with this. I got it. And it's kind of what you hinted at earlier. Hold on. Okay. And that is the six pack is the pretzels and how we as the audience felt we were in on it because we had seen everything up to that point. It was like the audience is a part of seeing this prank happen. Yeah. And like we were in on the joke. The, yeah. That was that was a good was, that was a good thing. It was good. Um, disgusting, but awesome. Yeah. And um, I got to <laughs> So here's what's funny. That is a really gross, disgusting kind of joke. Yes. Obviously. And I loved yeah. it. Yeah. You hate so things I, like I got I got to give you my generic. Oh, okay. Because here it, it doesn't even compare to that. And yet it's still my generic. Okay. Here you go. It's here so you go. weird. Uh.
All right. Oh shit! I didn't hit the glass. I didn't. Oh, go ahead. Give me some glass. I I oh I gotta I gotta Come find on, it. Gary Glass. I I gotta find it. I I broke it. Give me some glass. I broke it. You didn't break it. There's no I glass. Did. I I messed up. Oh Jesus! I did. I did. I messed up. Hold on. <laughs> I got. I <laughs> Fuck. I did. I fucked it up. You go ahead. I'm not gonna have glass for you. Where's no glass? <laughs> oh man, that's it's awful. Harsh. Fucking harsh. You quit, right? <laughs> I quit. I quit. Finally, I have. Oh, wait, a wait, 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 wait. I got. It. I got it. Oh, oh, oh. Here we go. There you go, <laughs> <laughs> Lucy. You got some editing to do. <laughs> no, nah, fuck it. Who cares? Go Jesus ahead. Christ. That was so bad. I can't. Why? Why? Why okay, does this is... have? <laughs> there. There All you right. go. Got generic. You fucked everything up, but whatever. You guys won't hear that. So my generic, because it's still, it's one of the, it just grosses me out. The stink palm does not. It's the. Havana eating her nipple. <laughs> That gets you? Yes! Oh my gosh! Yes, it does! Oh my I love god! How, I love how T.S. Here. doesn't even notice no. it. He's like, oh, you have a third nipple? No. And, and Brody's like, it. it's right fucking there! It's clear as day! What are you... <laughs> no. It, no, when she goes to put it in her mouth, that's where I'm like, what is that made of? What are you eating? It's uh, it's a gummy, it's a gummy nipple. I don't know what it is. I'm saying it <laughs> does like that's my uh, kind of gag moment. Fuck us, fuck us. I'm not fuck saying it, like no. It's <laughs> it works perfectly in the movie. I'm just saying as far as my like, it, that's why I'm calling it my generics. I'm like, oh, well, I got one for you about the um the pretzel scene and everything here. Uh, I got a fact. While doing event appearances as Merle Dixon from AMC's The Walking Dead, fans brought uh, Michael Rooker, Mr. Svenning, of course, bags of chocolate-covered pretzels. <laughs> so he will always get chocolate-covered pretzels right for now, free. He did not eat one of those fucking pretzels. Oh, I bet he did. Oh, I bet he didn't. I believe he did. Would you, after no, that I wouldn't. movie, would you eat one of those pretzels? Because you think everybody be stink palming you. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm not touching that. <laughs> All like, right. Thanks. Throw them in the trash. All right. I've got the next section here. Are you ready? Ready. Before the show begins, truth or date that is, Brody meets famed Marvel legend Stan Lee, who gives him advice on romance. This was revealed immediately after to be a request by T.S., who somehow knows Stan Lee. After this, Brody requests that his friend Trisha Jones retrieve footage of her having sex with Shannon. Meanwhile, T.S. also persuades Jay to get two of the game show contestants stoned, which allows him and Brody to replace them on truth or date. Oh. All right. Um, How did you feel about that? I gotta say, uh, this is one thing that uh, I just find like funny in this movie. Yes, the water bottle. The when he's got it in his front shirt pocket. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking a little sip out of it, like that's like a four ounce bottle of water. Yeah, it's like stick it in my shirt pocket. <laughs> now it's we like, have funny, but it's like the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know, when you think about it, at that time, that we whole, weren't yet you know, into the water with every, everybody yeah, having a yeah, bottle but, of water with Yeah, you can, hey, he's running a game show. He can get a regular size 12-ounce bottle of water, 16-ounce, whatever. But, like, the whole, take a little sip. Bottled sure water was not a thing at that point. I'm but telling you, we didn't have white wine. Like yes, it not was. like it went yes, maybe it was. in glass bottles, but not plastic. When you're, when you're running a shitty game show, yes, it is. Give me the fours. <laughs> I've got some questions about this. Right. Um, well, I've got a couple comments. One, I love how Stan Lee keeps redirecting Brody's energy to reflecting on Again, relationships. I, yeah. I love I love that, but uh, but I really my biggest question in this is how did TS have time to get Stanley? Like we didn't have uh, any idea. That, yes, I agree. Like <laughs> when the fuck did he? Get, well, this goes uh, this goes to like I'm sorry, Brody, when he has his meltdown. Yes, must be slipping in my old age. How did you not know? You're, what were the, you focused on? I'm sorry, you're idol. Yeah. Here's the thing. You weren't focused on your relationship because you apparently were a two pump chump and Renee, my mom's asleep. Come over. So yes, you weren't that focused on your relationship. I get you were focused on video games, but your life revolved around the mall and you didn't fucking know. You already knew about the fucking Easter bunny court and everything else. You didn't know yeah. he was coming to your mall. That's kind of a plot hole to me. I agree. Yeah. And, and it's a plot hole that, that uh, TS somehow would be able to speak to Stanley and, and yeah. get him to talk to him. Like that is a plot hole, but you know what? I'll take it. Uh, but it's a hole. <laughs> it's it a is. big hole. It is. Um, but I do like how they, they get the uh, contestants stoned and we have the one holdover. And I have a fact on that one holder holdover. One of the game show contestants is named Gil Hicks. Brian O'Halloran, a reference to Dante Hicks, played yes. by O'Halloran and many of the other Viewers Universe movies. The characters are supposed to be cousins. So there you go. Those, uh, it's yeah. pretty funny. I like how they get the one. The guy, what happened to these guys? Suitor number three. <laughs> this one got stoned and knocked out the other one. <laughs> Whatever. Just go woo. That's my favorite line, too, on there. Just go woo. <laughs> Just go woo. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this? No. Well, you're up. I'm not ready. During the show, Brandy recognizes the voices of Brody and TS because it's pretty fucking obvious. And an on-air argument between them ensues. Brody ultimately gets the two to stop arguing, explaining that TS has been pining for Brandy all day. Then TS proposes to Brandy not when Jaws pops out of the water, but what are you going to do? And she accepts. As the police arrive to arrest T.S. and Brody after the show is over, Silent Bob plays a hidden sex tape of Shannon Hamilton and Trish, Trish the, dish, the Dish. Resulting in his arrest for statutory rape because he's a perv. Brody and Renee renew their relationship as a result and Finally, shit comes to a close. Jaws does pop out of the water. Boom. Well, we're, one, you're, you're leaping ahead. We have a conclusion that goes into the That the, is the, the conclusion. And Suzanne. It's a little bit. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. So anyways, during, 
my favorite things about this is is like when they go out there and they and they introduce the the suitors, and I love how um, you're number one. I love how uh, Jay is going. Do it, Doug. <laughs> yeah, like he's rooting, like really rooting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's so much that goes there. Do you have any six packs in this? Or are you? Not six or, packs. I think we've done ours, but I gotta say, I, uh, I've got another one. I've got another. One. I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna say, um, let me get my first six pack and generic ever. It's are both. you ready? Yeah, get both. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, this deserves it. Uh, Dante or Gil Hicks, the whole describing how you would kiss in there like a jackhammer in there like a jackhammer with some pressure and when i'm I'm done done, you're changed you're changed oh my you're full of shit i saw you (laughs) your reaction so that reaction is like yes because that was what you would say to anybody that would ever fucking say that kind of (laughs) sickly fuck shit Ever. So, so what's your six pack? That was it. No, that oh. was like the equally bad and worst. Oh, oh, so thing. you love it and hate it, it at was, the same time. Got it, got it. I equally fate, I fade it. I fucking fade it. I fucking love it and hate it and fade it. <laughs> let me hit this. I don't even know what pack. to say. It's so bad. Okay, so on the backs of that, I'm going to go with Brody's whole show performance, which it kind of lends to that because his yeah. reactions and how he. He gets Hicks to he gets to Hicks to questioning his own sexuality type of thing going on in there. Uh, but I also like when she first asked him, "Well, what sounds would you make if we were, you know, uh, making whoopee?" <laughs> you mean like fucking? <laughs> That's kind of personal. <laughs> but I love his use of the 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 gay panic and, and Rush Limbaugh references that he does with the yeah. with the you know Gil Hicks. It's pretty good. But what's really the greatest thing on this is the plane story where he really shames <laughs> get where he's like, and, and then he gets done and he's like, well, everybody puts their pieces and whatnot away. And, and then we never talked about it again. And then Gil's like, well, did they come? Damn it, man. It's like, yeah, I love how things you just, don't talk about. It's like, he really shames him. That was, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Now, one thing you can't tell in this scene when, when, uh, if you notice, and I learned this, I think in the director's cut, might have been where I learned it. You can tell that the scenery behind Claire Forlani uh, changes a little bit because they did yeah. reshoots in the chair, and it's a little darker. Yeah. It doesn't look the same as when they did it in the mall. So it's kind of you know, eh, not as good when you know that. I, I think well, movie magic is sometimes I, not magic. I think when you're talking about the budget for this movie and like. You're a, you were already talking about how like the lines weren't delivered the way you wanted in some scenes. Yeah. You gotta overlook that. I, I know. I that's it's you take the good, you take the bad, so, and take it all, and there you have. The facts of life. That's right. I, I I think it was a little harsh for him to ask her to marry her there, marry him there, because you think about it, it's like those very public proposals where if they say no, mm. All of a sudden, they look like the public ass because it looks romantic to everyone there. They think, "Oh, what a romantic gesture!" They don't know the backstory and the bullshit that would make you say no. But if you do, all of a sudden, you look like the 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 asshole in that scenario. I, I 
that's a, a public. Uh, I don't know if I would go that direction, but I guess if he wants to get a result, um, he did the I right disagree. thing. I disagree. You think so? I do. I'll tell you why. Why? For how Jeremy London's career and life has gone. Oh my gosh. Propose now. And you try to get a yes. Because go while you can. Yeah. Get it not. now. Because get it what? when you win it. Get it. Get it while you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you spin it. I don't know. That's that was, you know, dudes have some dudes have some issues. And it's okay. I'm sorry. Jeremy and Jason London. Yes. They were like the they they had the whole teen heartthrob thing down to a pat. And it just didn't work didn't out. work out. I think Jason did a little better. They both had like yeah, but I know, but when you're twins, it's like you could be yeah. mistaken for either fucking one. Like you guys had like some shit going there. Yeah, they did. That just shows again, their acting ability wasn't guess as good. What? As yeah, we I could say the same thing about Shan Doherty. I don't know. Like, yeah, but she was on a hit TV show, so there's she that. She was, but she's although not. wasn't one of the Londons on Seventh Heaven. I don't know. Party of Five. Party of Five. Okay. Well, I thought one was on Seventh Heaven. I could have. I could be wrong. Maybe. I, could be wrong. I just know. Could Party be wrong. Of five. I, I know shit though. You know me. I, I pull it out of my ass sometimes. I know they were all one was on the babysitter. What what, what you mean like the just movie, like on Alicia the babysitter? Alicia Silverstone <laughs> and Tuesday Night, who was also in Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four. Bitch. Yeah, I was gonna say what so, was on the babysitter? That sounds the movie. <laughs> the babysitter. I love it though the way you said it though it just sounds um, right. So can I give you a so this is not I'm gonna say this is a very dark stuff. Jeremy London on season seven and eight by the way was on Seventh Heaven. What do you want to yeah. give me? It's don't give me the sound effect for this because it's not a specific generic moment because it's not a generic moment. <laughs> Motherfucker, what did I just say, <laughs> bitch? What did I just say? Uh huh. Here I yeah. now yeah. now you got me being like the. White <laughs> bitch, what I just say? <laughs> Go Don't ahead. do that to me. Don't make me be that guy. <laughs> Go ahead. With Go ahead. Generic. With your generic. Why you, you gotta make me do that? Why do you gotta make me hurt you? <laughs> you make me do that because I love you. You make me do- see that. That's where we're going here. And don't make me do that. Listen. Um. It's not a, like a specific generic moment, but it's more like a generic like thought of this. Brody winding up with his own TV show. Yes. For doing fucking nothing. Oh, well, he impressed Reminds some people. Me, but no. But really, you look at he has his own show for doing fucking nothing. He did jump in front of people. But it's like that reminds me so much of like today. Oh, TikTok. oh, being and, you nothing, know, just being loud, having and seen. nothing yeah. at all to do, but somehow yeah. you do that. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, like us, except we're not successful. But <laughs> yeah, I whoever. wish, yeah, maybe someday. But it does, uh, <laughs> like, seeing that, like, I do have that, like, Brody is like what Brody is like what people aspire to now. Yeah. They want to be uh, uh, thinly famous. Like they don't, 
they just want to be there right now and want to get yeah. whatever it is they want and not have to work towards it or earn it. Um, but I will say, I want to say one more thing about the scene is that what's funny is, you know, we have Brody doing his thing and them doing their whole thing with the thing. And then the set, Shannon Hamilton sex tape comes and the police come up. And throughout all of that, my favorite thing is that Gil just stayed in his seat and sat yeah. and watched all that shit happen. <laughs> just sat right back here in a fucking thing. Oh. Uh, my favorite i'm gonna give me this right now the six pack yeah call me donnie that's what i have on here does he do an ankotb was he doing that yes okay please don't go girl he said please don't go girl oh yeah 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 he did okay (laughs) all right i've got a i've got a fact before we move on and finish this out are you ready the one of the best parts of it Please don't go, girl. Please don't go. All right. Towards the end of the film, Brody, uh, Jason Lee, tells an anecdotal story about his Walter, or cousin Walter, masturbating as a plane is seemingly going down, with the rest of the passengers doing the same, thinking they're going to die, only to have the problem resolved. Almost Famous had a very similar occurrence, wherein under the impression their plane is going to cash, members of the fictional band Stillwater and their Companies start professing their darkest secrets, but the plane issue is resolved and no party talks about it afterward. Jason Lee was also in that movie, and we did that movie. So if you want to listen to us talk about it, you go back. Sure did. You go back and find that. That was our 75th episode, I think, wasn't it? I don't know. It was one of them. (laughs) It was. It was up there. It was like. It was was 25. It was in August, so that's like 25 ago. Was it 75th? Yeah, I think it was 75th episode. It was like a, I feel like, was that a milestone episode? Or is it one something? year? No, one year. One year, yeah. It was yes. one year. It was our for one year exactly almost that we had started this. So, so if you want to see our, listen to our one year anniversary episode where we talk about that movie, go back and do that. All one right. year that we don't remember why we did it, but now we do. I, I do. So um, <laughs> I've got to read this last section. Uh, the conclusion reveals that T.S. marries Brandy at Universal Studios while on a Jaws attraction. Trisha's book is a bestseller. Shannon is imprisoned and subsequently maybe raped. I don't know because it would look like a loving hand going around his. Yeah, William eventually does see the sailboat. Brody becomes the host of The Tonight Show with Renee as the band leader. And Jay and Silent Bob get an orangutan named Suzanne. Ooh, all that all I wanted. That I wanted. In a that, girl. That's a good uh, good song. I have seen Weezer live uh, three times now. Have you? Word up. No, you have not. No, but I've seen Rob Thomas like ten times, so shut up. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm going to hit a six-pack. How about that? More like 80-pack by now, but six-pack. Suzanne by Weezer. Great song. Great fucking song. And it's always fun to hear Weezer because they're fun and they're relevant always. I love summary montages, as you know. I love the ones at the end of, like, Grease or, you know, the, some of the other movies we did, like uh, Stand By Me. Yeah. Um, just, I love it when we get a conclusion a little bit on the characters. That thing you do, um, obviously. We love that movie. I just think all of that is is great. So getting to see some conclusions, like Brody on The Tonight Show. Um, yes. Like you said, did yes. he really earn that? I, and were those guys there for that local, look like, cable show? Really, do they have the pull to put him on a national show like that? I don't know. I mean, are those guys like the the head honchos? I, I'm assuming they were, or they knew the people that were. Yeah, because well, like maybe. they're they're sitting there monitoring this 
shitty dating show, but it was a money maker. Apparently, I don't know. So they were they were there because it, it could be good enough to wear. Just yeah, why not? But then they found I, the real star, right? Can I just say I'm sorry? Pisses me off. You just took a yeah. drink. Yeah. After you do that, you'll be like, get me LaForce. Get me LaForce. <laughs> Which time, I want to say. Every time you take a drink afterwards, you'll be like, get me LaForce. <laughs> Which well, I want to say. On. I love that LaForce is Trish, Trish's uh, security at the book signing. Did you notice that? that, that yes. Yes. That, that is. Um, and that's creepy as all fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Little, um, yeah. The, but the best part of this at the end, obviously, is the promise of a Jay and Silent Bob movie. Um, that's really... With uh, Suzanne. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a couple things I want to go over. One's a fact. The end credits scene telling us the fate of each of the main characters is an homage to Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which also uh, has many scenes that take place in a mall. Kevin Smith even made sure to use the same font and collar for the graphics both films were cast by Don Phillips, who also cast Dazed and Confused, which we have done, and we haven't done Fast Times, but I can guarantee you yes, I'm going to do a movie where Judge Reinhold yanks one off to Phoebe Cates getting out of a pool. So, <laughs> Yes! <laughs> and I'm going to, uh, you know what, I'm going to um, I'm gonna hit a generic. I thought you were. Sorry, go ahead. What? I'm going to hit a generic. I'm going to hit a generic. Phoebe Cates. <laughs> And I kind of went into this earlier because there, there's my generic is that there's so many low budget looks in this, and then some bad acting. Like with his movies, we have great moments that get stick stitched together, but there's a little like you know squidgy edges. You know, like we talked about, London's acting is awful. The whole movie, little details in the movie that were kind of like, where did that Batman gun all of a sudden come from? When we were just looking at his waistline. The Leatherman that he just picked up off his foot wasn't actually in anything. It was just laying there. Like, little <laughs> little details. Um, Joy Lauren Adams, like I said, acting. Little Forrest, Ben Affleck's chiclet teeth. There's just, there, that's my generic. The warts, that's, those are the warts. Now, just to say, I'm telling you the things I don't like because I really do like this movie. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, though, about the things that when I watch it, I go, man, no, I it. if these would have been better, this could have been like super, super duper. Super, super duper. You know what I'm saying? Anything else you have before we rate this thing up? There's a lot, but all it would be right now is me quoting it because that's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, like. (sighs) You guys don't know know who Fours is? Can't believe you don't know who Fours is. (laughs) You just want to quote the whole fucking movie. All right. (laughs) I heard he's even got two kills. Bang! The whole stage goes down. Uh, one thing we didn't mention, but I do want to mention, is that those uh, blueprints or black prints or whatever you want to call them. Yes, yes. That, I love you. those stage schematics, but they were all uh, done by the producer Scott Moser. He did all the drawings. The, and if we were saying what could I, if I could have a souvenir from this movie, what would it be? For me, it would be either oh, the podium, no, no. either the, the podium, podium or those yes. blueprints. Yeah, podium or the blueprints. <laughs> Yes. I'll tell you, I will say if I had to get, if I could get something that's lesser known yeah, of this, I would want, well, there's a couple things. Obvi- the musket? <laughs> Not the musket. I would say the, uh, the, the female sign that 
Silent Bob put his head through. Oh, where she has her skirt yeah. pulled up. <laughs> but if here's here's the thing. I, I, this is a very random, like, rando thing. If I could have something, like, offbeat and crazy from it, it would be the candy tub Yeah, that Jay was stealing candy out of. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Brody was sitting there. The one he was like, <laughs> kick his ass. He was legit where he's pulling the candy out of that, like that candy tub. I'll tell you right now, I would fucking love to have that as my candy dispenser. That to me is like, that's like a small unknown, like piece of cinema history. That'd be like, if I could get that fucking candy jar that he was pulling candy out of stealing it. Yeah. Done. I'm happy. I'm like, what about the okay? I've got two other contenders. I've got two other contenders right. for you. All the right. station wagon. No. The framed letter. The framed letter. God, yes. I mean, I'd okay, pay, okay, like, okay. I was just saying, I'd that's, pay that's, money for that. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> no, I'm saying what would be like super cool to have, like one of those under the radar cool things. The is bat. The candy dispenser. Yeah. Okay. Where they're sitting there with. Brody, when you guys ask him, I got you. He's like lifting it up, stealing candy out of it real quick. Like <laughs> that, that just little stupid fucking candy box. All right. That's, okay. Are you? And I wonder if that's just still there or whatever. I don't know. Probably like, not. It's been 30 years. That's what I'm saying. I, that's what I would want. Cause I'm like, <laughs> because I could reuse that and put candy in it and I could reenact <laughs> that fucking scene all the time. Easter Bunny kicked his ass. Are you ready for rating this picture? Because if not, we're going to keep talking about it. Here we go. Easter Bunny kicked his ass. (laughs) All right. I'm like, here's my M.O. I'm going to fuck this and place the girl's dread. Not really. But mall rats, goddamn, if I can't. Mm. This is a classic. Whether you like it or not, it is. It is. When you think about Kevin Smith broke through a lot of shit with clerks. He, he came out as like, Hey, I'm a director. Mall rats. A lot of people would say is not his peak, but his like ascension. We've got some great shit. We're going to do by Kevin Smith after this as well. But mall rats is one of those that like, you look at it and you can poke things in it and like, ah, this, that, that, but it's one of those, it resonated and was just at that time, one of those movies that you're like, oh my God, if you haven't seen Mallrats and you grew up at that time, you suck. That's all I'm going to say. I Flat <laughs> out, 22 and a half. And I'm saying wow. 22 and a half because I gave Clerks 23 and a half. And I could almost easily give Mallrats a higher score than clerks but i feel like i can't because yeah. clerks is clerks but mall rats, I get it. 22 and a half all right that's, that's a good score that's a excellent score 
I'm going to say that I really do love this movie. And I say this over and over again. I always say how these movies have 24 level scenes. Like, like there's like the, the game show and the dirt mall. And like, there's a lot of things that if I were just rating the situations and the things I quote from it, uh, you know, autonomous unit for mid mall snacking. I mean, come on, uh, 24 right there. But, you know, I pointed out my generics and they're enough to bring it down for me because I don't know, as I get older, I look at it and go, yeah, I loved it then, but it's not the same for me now. You know, you got to kind of look at it both ways. It's kind of like an ex-girlfriend. I did that. <laughs> I'm done with really? it. No, but maybe I'll call it back up. You never know. So in this one, actually, I gave it a pretty good score. I didn't give it like you. I didn't go wherever you go with it. I went at 19 and a half. All right. That's where I'm at. So we got an average of 21. That's pretty high for these movies. Pretty damn good, I would say. Um, So Clerks, by comparison, this is the comparison I'm going to give you. Clerks is 21.25. Yeah. So it is slightly better. (laughs) Just ever so slightly. Clerks. Uh, Clerks is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a, and it's. I I think we're. I think we both like. You're a half point over on Clerks than you, on Mallrats than you were on Clerks. Yes, I think we're movie. both kind of in that. Like it, it, it's the type of movie. It depends how you look at it, but you love them both. Yeah, and I would yeah. say this is one of the. This is one of the few, that I will say. Depending on the day of the fucking week, we could rate it higher or lower or lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on what you're in the mood for. But I'm going to say Clerk, Small Rats, that whole trilogy is like 19 and above all day. Yeah. I would say that for sure. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, what, how do you, I hate to view them against each other because it's a trilogy. Like as far as those, it's trilogy and but you gotta you gotta watch one to appreciate the others. Yes, you gotta watch you do. them all. And then when you get it, you're like, oh shit. Yes. Now I wanna <laughs> keep seeing. Even though it's not like anything in like continuity, like, oh, what's gonna happen with these people? Because yes. you don't know that because guess what? Julie Dwyer is still fucking dead and we've still never seen her, but we hear about her all the time. <laughs> Yes, we do. So, I've got some things for you. All right. What we would like to do is we'd like to thank you for listening. And remember, you can go to SodaPopCultureClub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions. We also post our schedule there as well. Remember, we also are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a Twitch channel that Anthony professes never to watch. Never. We want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be. So, see if you can guess what it is. Okay, so do your tease. We can, I can Ready? cut it. Yes. Okay. Get the fuck up! <laughs> oh, we got a live one here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get the fuck up, baby. And not and like your son, I said I said funk, daddy. I didn't say the other word. Did you fail? Did you fail? No, I just love how your son told you that the other day when you said he was talking about Uptown Funk. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say the swear word. I didn't say the swear word, Dad. I just said the funk. The funk. <laughs> so, anything else? Do you? Is that it? Are we done? 
We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you. Peace out.